You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley with you after yet another game out west for the Braves and yet another win. Make it three out of the first four as they take the opener against the Colorado Rockies. Played a little long ball, played a little small ball, and all of it added up to a 14-4 Braves win on Monday night at Coors Field over the Colorado Rockies. We'll talk all about it, the game for Ron Lacuna Jr. that I don't think he's going to forget anytime soon. Another great performance by the Braves offense against Colorado pitching, which already has to be dreading the next two games of this series, but we'll get to that a little bit later. And, of course, we'll get you set up for game two of this three-game set, which will come your way on Tuesday. Before we do any of that, I want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Click that bell. You'll get notified every time we drop a new episode of the show. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. We appreciate all of those. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. So for the Braves here, game number 130 of the season, well, it was memorable. And for mostly good reasons, but also Kind of a scary scene that took place in the seventh inning involving Ronald Acuna Jr. and some fans on the field. It was cleaned up by Coors Field security, but man, it felt like it took a little bit longer than it should have. And a scary scene just in general because you never know what can happen in those situations. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but let's get inside the line score and the box score for this one. A 14-4 Braves victory. Atlanta now 85-45 and on the season. Back to 40 games over 500. 14 runs on 18 hits for the Braves. No errors. Five men left the board for the Rockies. They dropped to 49 and 82. So almost the exact opposite records for these two clubs. Four runs, nine hits, one error, eight men left the board. It was a back and forth game there early, but the Braves were able to take advantage in the middle innings and, and move ahead and take that lead and not give it up as they continued to add on late. And that was when the aforementioned small ball was really playing, paying big dividends for the Braves in this one. Bryce Elder, the recipient of more than enough run support to pick up win number 11 of the season. He is 11-4. Carl Kaufman came out of the bullpen for the Rockies. He takes the loss, drops to 1-4. Two hours and 54 minutes of time a game. 27,024 were on hand at Coors Field to see it. And an awful lot of Braves fans. You could hear it, and the chants were loud. And the chants were for Ronald Acuna Jr. and that MVP season that he's putting together. Well, he had himself a night that I don't think, again, he's going to forget anytime soon. And if you were kind of wondering when Ronald Acuna Jr. was going to have his big breakout performance or just some big game that just reminded you why this guy has been the MVP frontrunner all season long, I would say Monday is a good example of that. Maybe Exhibit A, at least here lately, in the court of recency. Acuna went four for five. He had a go-ahead two-run homer in the fifth. The Rockies would eventually tie it. The Braves would take the lead back, but a go-ahead home run. That's his 29th of the year, so he moves one home run closer to joining the 30-30 club. More on that in a moment. He had five runs knocked in. He scored four runs as well. He stole two bases. Told you I'd get to this. 60 and 61 on the season. So the next home run for Ronald Acuna Jr., not only does it put him in the 30-30 club for the second time in his career, he will create a brand new club. This is MLB history that we'd be seeing. 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases in a season has never happened before. There have been two 30-50 seasons, but Ronald looking to start an all-new grouping, and by the time he's done with another month to play, he might create a couple of other different clubs. He has, could make a run on 40 stolen bases. He could make a run, uh, excuse me, on 40 home runs. He could make a run on 70 stolen bases. That would be quite an impressive club, but we'll, of course, discuss that when and if that becomes applicable. But the way Ronald's swinging the bat in Colorado, 
he might be taking a couple more steps towards doing just that. Uh, but 118 runs scored to make that 119 now on the season for Ronald, leading Major League Baseball. He's on pace for 148 runs scored. His go-ahead two-run homer was his 29th of the year. Austin Riley had a go-ahead home run in this game as well, his 31st of the year. So the Braves, if Acuna and Marcelo Zuna are able to join the 30-home run club, perhaps as soon as on this road trip, would all of a sudden have four men in that club. The top four in the order have a very good chance to do it. You've got Matt Olson's already there. Austin Riley's already there. Ozzy Albies is only two home runs away. And Marcelo Zuna is knocking on the door of 30 home runs as well. So the Braves, as they continue their assault on a single-season record for home runs in the club's history, they're now just three away. They've got 246 home runs on the season. And they're now 61 home runs shy with a month to play of the Minnesota Twins record set back in 2019. So a whole bunch of home runs and a whole bunch of Ronald Acuna Jr. right in the middle of all these stats. That's the kind of thing that I'm sure you'd like to hear if you're a Braves fan tuned in out there on this evening. Bryce Elder was the guy who got all this run support on this night. Six innings for him, four earned runs on eight hits, one walk, four strikeouts. He did allow a home run early in the first inning with two outs. Otherwise, he didn't really get hit altogether that hard. But the hit started to add up for Colorado, and they were just pesky enough to keep themselves in this game. But you had to believe, if you've watched this Braves team play out the, over the course of the year, if you allow Atlanta to get into a bullpen like Colorado, which we have seen happen before, there's a very good chance you'll run into the big inning. And the Braves ran into a couple of big innings there late. It was not just the Ron Lacuna Jr. show. As I mentioned, Austin Riley had a two-run home run in the third inning. Three runs knocked in for him on the night. He also scored a couple of runs. Sean Murphy went three for five with three doubles, knocked in a run, scored a couple more, make that three more. And Orlando Arcia was three for five and knocked in a run. And how about Kevin Pillar? The spot start out in left field, makes a great diving catch, knocks in a run with an infield hit, and put the Braves into double digits on the night. So all in all, a very good evening for the Braves offense. Several multi-hit performances there. Michael Harris the second had one of those as well. And the Braves were able to win handily by a 14-4 score. As mentioned, Bryce Elder did pick up that win. It wasn't a quality start, but I think it does continue the trend of Bryce continuing to find ways to at least cover the innings that the Braves need him to here of late after a really rocky outing before the All-Star break and right after the All-Star break. And then a couple of starts later, kind of running into another one of those. It does seem like he, along with other members of this Braves starting staff, has been able to kind of course correct and make you feel a lot better about what's happening with the starting rotation, particularly with the return of Max Freed, the way Spencer Strider and Charlie Morton are throwing. You really just need Bryce Elder to go out and find a way to cover six innings and keep the team in the ball game. And that's something at Coors Field that can be a little bit easier said than done. So I thought it was a pretty decent start for Bryce Elder. Not his best of the season by far, but enough for him to pick up a win and improve to 11-4 and four on the year. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Ron Lacuna Jr. situation after I tell you about one of our great sponsors on the show. This episode of the Braves Postcast is brought to you by Sleeper. And if you want the chance to win more money with less picks, just head over to Sleeper where you can win up to 100 times your money with just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Sleeper is now offering 100 times payout for an eight-pick contest. So choose as many as eight players as you like. Pick more or less on your favorite stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits, all of those things. Uh, are available for you to choose from and more. Use the promo code Locked On and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Currently operational in 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Now, Ronald Acuna Jr. was not only involved in some big things at the plate on the bases, but out in right field, a very bizarre situation in the seventh inning. Multiple fans ran out onto the field, I guess for the opportunity to meet Ronald Acuna Jr. He received a very long and awkward hug. 
Then a very, very fired up and exuberant fan kind of showed up on the scene and Ronald ended up taking a little bit of a tumble out in right field as security was tussling with multiple fans to try to figure out a way to get them off the field, get them away from Ronald Acuna Jr. I can't stress enough that Ronald appears to be fine after all of this, certainly a little bit unnerved, maybe shaken up and uh, understandably, I'm sure had a little bit of extra adrenaline for the rest of the game. Everything did end up being fine, but those are the kind of situations that should not happen at a major league baseball park, should not happen at a major sporting event or any sporting event, to be honest with you. The safety of the players should be paramount for a security staff to be doing what it needs to do. And you have to kind of wonder what exactly it was was happening out of Coors Field. The response was a little bit slow. And even when they did get out there, it was very disorganized. Now, there were multiple fans out there, but it was a situation that just did not seem to be handled in the most expert of fashions. But thankfully, everyone was okay. Ron Lacuna Jr. was okay. But you can't help but think about some of the incidents that have happened over the years at other ballparks, including the Tom Gamboa situation that happened about 20 years ago now, you just never know what people have on their mind in this day and age that they could be out there doing. It might be as simple as trying to you know, go meet your favorite player and you just make a terrible decision of getting on the field that you shouldn't make. It's posted everywhere. Do not go on the field. You will be ejected. You are subject to arrest. Nobody belongs out there unless you are a uniformed member of a baseball team security personnel or other major league official or team official or employee who has business being out there. So again, thankfully Ronald's okay, but those are the kind of things that do just give you a little bit of pause to, you know, just kind of wonder what in the world some people are thinking sometimes. And thankfully this situation was not one of those that we might be thinking back on and looking back on as something that could have been an awful lot worse. Ronald Acuna Jr. Again, was able to brush that off, continue his great night, stole his 60th and 61st base in this game, and continues to lead Major League Baseball in that category, along with runs scored, and is making that push on 30-60. So I think that will probably be the thing we remember a little bit more about this game than the fans on the field, but a scary moment for sure, as you just never know, again, what could be going on in people's minds. The Braves will be looking to pick up another victory in Colorado to assure themselves another series win. They took two out of three against the San Francisco Giants. Now they're looking to do the same or better against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, looking at the Braves lineup, one other note that is certainly worth throwing out there is Ozzie Albies was back in the lineup. Took an 0 for 6, though a couple of times I thought he could have had some base hits to get taken away from him. Either way, great to see Ozzie back in the Braves lineup. He's batting second again. Vaughn Grissom was optioned down to AAA Gwinnett to make room for him on the roster. Another move that happened uh, was Jared Schuster being optioned, which was to be expected. Darius Vines, though, right-hander, brought up from AAA Gwinnett. He has been pretty good in nine starts in the minor leagues, five of those for Gwinnett with a sub-3 ERA. He might start on Wednesday. Before we get to Wednesday, though, we got to play Tuesday's game. And to do that and to set you up for that, I want to tell you about one of our other great sponsors, and then we'll get right into it as Charlie Morton is going to be on the mound for the Braves as they are looking for that victory and to secure the series win as well. But this episode of the Braves Postcast is brought to you by Dave. Dave is the banking app that is leveling the financial playing field when you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check and no late fees. As part of Dave's extra cash account, advance the money you need with no interest and then settle up later. Download Dave today at dave.com MLB. That's dave.com MLB. And you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less with no credit check and no late fees. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Charlie Morton will be on the mound for the Braves as they look to take 
the first two games of the series in Colorado. Charlie's coming off three good starts and two great ones, as a matter of fact. Double-digit strikeout performances in each of his last two outings as he has been able to stifle the bats of the Yankees and the Mets here lately. He'll look to do the same at Coors Field in Colorado. Charlie's 13-10. and 10. He's got a 337 ERA on the year. It'll be Peter Lambert on the mound for the Rockies, 3-4 and four, with a 492. That'll be your pitching matchup for Game 2 of this series. 8.40 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch at Coors Field as the Braves look to add another win to their tally and continue this road trip on the right foot. As we all know, it's a series in Colorado that a four-game showdown with the Los Angeles Dodgers is awaiting the Braves to close out a 10-game road trip. That'll close out this edition of the Braves Postcast, though. Appreciate you riding along with me here tonight. As always, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you hit that bell to get notified whenever we drop a new episode. Leave us a like and a comment, and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, a 14-4 win for the Braves, thanks in large part to a huge night from Ronald Acuna Jr. We'll be looking for more of that in Game 2 of the series as the Braves and Rockies meet again on Tuesday night at Coors Field. I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you again soon. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 